Welcome to the Weekend Update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. So what does this weekend hold for us? Oh, it's a box of goodies. Oh, first of all, <laughs> if you have money in uh, the Silicon Valley Bank. You're presuming I have money. That's true. But if you have money out in that bank, you might, you might want to consider moving it if you can, if you have the opportunity. Uh, a lot of people are Well, trying. okay, let's just say that I've got uh, $5 million in the account. So you're saying go in there and say, hi, I'm, I'm Bill Knight. I want to take out my $5 million right now? If you can. If you can't, you're, you're guaranteed to get at least $250,000 of that back. <laughs> How would you like to be? They say 90% yeah. of the people who have money in the Silicon Valley Bank, 90% have money over $250,000. Silicon Valley, I mean, what's out there? All these young techies who have made a lot of money in different uh, high-tech companies. Well, there's, there's that. And, well, also keep in mind, of those people that do have over $250,000, I think only 48% of them are, are uh, insured. Now, I always thought that all deposits were insured, but I guess that is something you can opt in or out of, and they didn't opt anything on I, it. I thought, that the, I thought they were all insured too, Bill. They're not. Yeah, well, they said only 48%. So if you, you, if you went in and you assumed it was insured and it's not insured, well, now, as they said in, uh, you know, uh, uh, the wizard said, "That's a horse of a different color," uh, because that means somebody. <laughs> you tell us the weekend, folks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, but that's awful. That's awful. A lot of people are going to be with. There's lines of people standing outside of the bank. It looks like 1929 in some places before the depression. Yeah. Well, then, you know, there's a trickle down effect, and uh, you know, this is like an octopus, and uh, this is just one tentacle. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things, and I know this, you know, from, uh, you know, I was going to Boston this week and uh, my lady friend up there and she's in, she's in real estate. Now, I didn't connect these two dots, but she works for, you know, a big, you know, company and uh, they, mm -hmm. you know, well, either way, they sent out a memorandum yesterday saying, yeah, you know, we use uh, S uh, SVB and uh, for all of our uh, mortgages and stuff and people that buy houses. Uh, do not send any payments anymore to SBB. Wow. Uh, just send them to us. We'll figure it out because a lot of homes in the mortgage industry, a lot of it is connected to Silicon Valley Bank. And in these big high-tech cities like there, mm -hmm. these high-tech people come from Silicon Valley. They go work in the medical industry. They bank where? SBB. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I, I watched uh, the news, and they said they were talking about Silicon Valley before it crashed. They were saying it's mm -hmm. in trouble. And was it Jim Cramer, who's on CNBC, who's a financial guru? He came out like two or three days ago and was telling everybody, don't worry about SVB. It's It looks rocky, but it's going to make it. It's going to go through these difficult times because they are a solid investment. He was saying this. I saw the video. This is a guy who's an expert, and and he didn't finish getting the sentence out, and the darn thing collapsed. I mean, it's Took him 48 hours to yeah. go poof in a puff of smoke. Now, yep. they were trying to get money to yeah. secure their assets, and, you know, when that became public, everyone crashed it and said, let's go get our money, Yep, and uh, because 
Obviously, if they needed money to continue, there's trouble in paradise. Wow. So, so now, how does a how does a bank with all of those experts, with all those financial gurus, how, how does a bank allow itself to get in that position? Do they just keep well, making bad investments, know. Bill? I, I mean, do they? Know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. Uh, you know, but we're talking about, I'm sure that they have a lot of electronic uh, stuff that's going on. I mean, if they were in any way tied to the crypto market, which is taken. They hit, are. They did say they yeah. were. Yes, they have been. Uh, then, in crypto. Yeah. But a lot of banks are. That is the future. Our country is wanting to do away with paper money and, and put us all on digital and crypto. Is this going to be the excuse to say, well, we have to go all crypto because we can't use paper money? Because obviously to me, this says we shouldn't go on crypto. We should use paper money and it should be backed by real tangible assets and not just pie in the sky. What I'd like to find out is whether they had invested in in uh, fossil fuel companies, for example. You know, had they put a lot of money into oil exploration and then Biden comes along and closes everything down? Did they invest in um, in certain car companies that weren't electric cars? I mean, I'm just saying these are questions I'd like to find out. I guess what I'm asking is, did they collapse as a direct result of the actions of the present administration? You know, in the meantime, by the way, they're carrying carloads of cash over to the Ukraine. I'd love to see them turn around and help a, a, a bank like Silicon Valley get back on its feet. Do you know? I mean, I think that that would be a, a wonderful thing for our government to do. It shouldn't just let it collapse because it doesn't just hurt the bank and its employees. It crushes investors and customers. And that's important. Why are we putting all our money into this faraway country when we're having all of these problems in this country? That's what it might be. Well, question. we've got to help Ukraine fight the, the war against Russia. That, that, that's what they'll have you believe. But, you know, there's another war out there, and that's the war of the Biden administration on the American public and, and what America is all about. And this is th this salvo was fired when he got into office and started making his executive orders. And now it's this, you know, this chicken is well, coming home to roost. Bill, where, where does it go from here? I mean, I heard other banks mentioned as being in possible trouble, too. You know, well, there's one that's not on that list. So like, we'll go to that one first. Mm -hmm. And because I bank with the, this one particular yeah. bank, I bank with a couple. But uh, I, I guess, you know, they didn't take the stagecoach on this one. But apparently uh, Wells Fargo, they said, well, it's a technical glitch, which they haven't found yet. This is going on. Where right. Customers are going, hey, I put money in the bank and I don't see the deposit. And they're going, yeah, we don't either. Where is it? You know, it's a glitch. The money just. Yep. It went into what it, the abyss. What it says is Wells Fargo on Friday scrambled to respond to customers who reported deposits were missing from their accounts. Customers complained about missing deposits in their accounts. Many customers were unable to pay bills or buy groceries. Uh, let's see, it goes on and on and on. Uh, Wells Fargo said, I understand your concern. If you, uh, if you see incorrect balances or missing transactions... This may be due to a technical issue 
We apologize for the inconvenience. Your accounts continue to be secure. We're working quickly on a resolution. Uh, no, but the thing is this. I don't use Wells Fargo. I use another bank, which is a regionally large bank. And well, they're big if it's if it's no, three well, letters. Well, no, it's not, it, it, I have an account with them, but the the one I'm talking about is called Huntington. Huntington Bank. Well, I've used Huntington. Good okay. bank. It's a very good bank. They're out of Ohio, I believe. And yeah. uh, but you know, I I took some money recently out of a uh, savings account and moved it to a CD account. And I mm -hmm. thought it would, you know, I thought it would be instantaneously sh uh, show show up on my uh, my app. Like, okay, you've taken money from this account, you mo you moved it to here. It took like right. eight or nine days for it to show up, and I had to call several times to ask where the money was. It was enough of a chunk of my savings so that boy, if I lost it, it would hurt me. What I wonder is, it was that a sign of uh, a lack of health on the part of the bank? Do you know what I'm saying? That the money well, wasn't showing up. Go back to SVB. All right. Out of all these people there, you're you're insured federally up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. If I got five million dollars in there, mm -hmm. but it's only worth two hundred and fifty thousand, that's it. That's all I'm gonna get for that five million. You know, that's that's screwed. But I may not even get the two hundred and fifty thousand because they said that only forty eight percent of the deposits were Insured. I don't know how, now, I always I thought that yeah. every deposit was insured. I think I thought that too, Bill. I thought that too. But apparently, if this is an opt-in or opt-out question, I never understood that. Well, I, I never opt-in. I never opted in, if you know what I'm saying. I never said I, I'm opting into this or I'm opting out of it. I always assumed that it's covered. But you know, Well, that that's what my understanding is. So let's just say it is covered. Right. But now you're saying forty-eight percent. So fifty-two percent of the the uh, the accounts recovered. Forty-eight percent weren't. Well, what happened to that money uh, that should have been covered that wasn't covered? Are we playing a shell game here? Well, I, you know, sounds a little bit like Bernie Madoff, doesn't it? But yeah. uh, how many young people out in Silicon Valley? I'm talking about in their twenties who've made a chunk of change in, in high tech, uh, they are maybe young millionaires, are going to wake up and find out that they're only worth $250,000 right now. We're going to go back to the Great Depression, and we're going to find a lot of people that were potentially rich learning that they couldn't fly when they jumped out of the building. Oh, my you God. You know, because uh, I'm sorry, but this is this is the tip of a big, many big I got expert. another question for you. Is this intentional? Well, it could be, because if you wanted to take us uh, into a whole different direction. Right. Is this, a, is this a part of the Great Reset, as the people at the World Economic Forum call it? The Great Reset. Is We're this here part to help you. We're here to save you. We'll yeah. fix this, but you're going to have to go along with this plan. And, you know, the monetary system that you know, mm -hmm. well, that's all gone. And that money that you had in the bank, it's no good anymore anyway, so forget about it. Well, uh, and this is what you're going to have to do. You Look, you know, you this notice is... It, you notice it happened on a Friday? Always does. So the weekend will bury it, and then we probably won't be talking about it all that much uh, next week unless... I mean, think of the stories, Bill, we've talked about in the last two weeks that we thought 
were going to have legs and be around for a while and then have disappeared. For example, this he, is big. This now, well, look at East Palestine. Getting- look at East Palestine. That was as big as it gets. A, a whole area of the country poisoned. Well, that's gone. This is over. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Two things are going on that are big, potentially big, big, big. Uh, you know, number one is the January 6th committee. Mm-hmm. Democrats are all up in the air because they don't want that footage out there. Right. And it's going to be on the Internet, so we have to have a distraction. You you steal my, my pocketbook. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention to January 6th. And so, yeah, go ahead, McCarthy. Put it all out there. So you know, these people are chasing their money. So you're saying that that's a very good, could, that's an exceptional point. You're saying that uh, a great way to distract the nation is to close down a bunch of big banks and to personally cripple the finances of uh, thousands, millions of people, right? And yep. they won't be paying attention to the internet and the footage from January 6th. And there's another big story out there. They're closing in on the Biden crime family. And it, it's all coming to bear that he is corrupt, as corrupt as can be. So, you know, with those two things out there, mm-hmm. and they're going, our house of cards is about to collapse. What can we do? Let's steal their wallet. Let's take their money. Boy. You know, now, what do you, what's, what's more important to you? Your, sec- your security and your future? Mm-hmm. Or... Watching Joe go down and and watching, uh, you know, the January 6th thing turn into a big joke. Your security, your finances. I mean, right now, all people can think of, I'm sure, who are customers of Silicon Valley Bank is, where's my money? How am I going to get my money back? That's got to be the only thing they can think of, especially if they put all their money. You know, a lot of young people don't realize, I, I, I take my money, I would never put... I spread my money around to different banks. Not that I have a lot of money to spread, mind you. Don't don't take that the wrong way. But I'm always afraid that uh, if one bank has a problem, I don't want to have all my money in that one bank. And I'm afraid a lot of people go to one bank. They trust the yeah. system. They put all their money in Silicon Valley Bank. Ninety percent yeah. of the people in that bank, they say, ninety percent have money over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Ay, ay, ay. Not no more. No, not anymore. In the meantime, did you hear about Jane Fonda on The View? Yeah, didn't she call for the execution, the murder of pro-life uh, people? Yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically politicians who supported pro-life. And, and so much mm-hmm. so, I believe that, I forgot, was it, was it Marjorie Taylor Greene? But one of the people, maybe it was uh, Lauren... Over it, uh, but one of the representatives has called, uh, uh, has made a point of informing the Capitol Police that uh, the, essentially Jane Fonda has threatened them by saying this publicly and not retracting it. She said, I haven't heard the cut. Maybe I have it here on my wonderful device. If I have it, I will play it for you. Well, uh, you, you smoke them if you got them, folks. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, do I have Jane Fonda? Let's see. Maybe I do. Listen, this is Jane Fonda on The View. Oh, what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. <laughs> I think the women will 
rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, and, and and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's yeah. true. Very, very soon. It, it is true. But I'm I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? Murder. You hear that? Murder. She thinks it's, mm-hmm. they think it's funny. Murder. Uh... This is the lady, by the way, and a lot of people have short memories, except if you're a Vietnam veteran or a Vietnam-era veteran. Um, she was the lady who went to Hanoi and sat on a, a gun emplacement while thousands of our guys were getting shot at, maimed, and in many cases killed by the North Vietnamese. She went during the, the Vietnam War and showed her support. And she never really retracted. She may have made some kind of statement along the way, but it uh, it was a shallow, empty, vacuous kind of a thing. And uh, what she said here today, she didn't retract. Murder, murder. She's talking about people who believe in life. This is an mm-hmm. evil. This is an evil witch. And I use W, not B. Um, and I think that uh, you know the, she showed her true colors. She showed us all what she really believes. She believes, and that she's not alone. You heard the clapping in the audience. The fools, you know, I don't know who the heck goes to the views, the view. I don't even know whether it's real audience clapping. Right? Maybe it's uh, the control room, uh, the audio guy punching up. Oh, uh, they, they hit the light. Applause, please. <laughs> yep. Um, Bunch of trained seals. Because I, what kind of a brain goes to watch that show? It is it is lacking of any cohesive intelligence. It is see now that was a big assumption on your part. What's that? That they have brains. That's a that's true, but uh, anyway, that's what Jane Fonda said to uh, the world yesterday. I'm mm-hmm. surprised she's even got a stage to say something on, but she does because yeah. she's a liberal. She's a leftist liberal woke uh, dingbat, and uh, they love her. They love her. You know. Uh, I mean, if you if you reverse that and said that people who believe in abortion should be murdered, could you imagine the response from the media? Can you imagine if somebody in our side, let's say Marjorie Taylor Greene said, hypothetically, she said all people who believe in abortion should be killed. Oh, my God, they'd be calling for her censure, for her removal from Congress. They'd be calling for her to be imprisoned. And, you know, nowadays mm-hmm. she might go to prison. If you look at some of the people from January 6th, there are some still in jail after 26 months who haven't had a trial. They've had, you know, they, you're supposed to get a quick, speedy trial. Justice should be quick, except it's not quick in the case of January 6th. And they also have, by the way, the worst environment to be jailed in, the prison. They call it the D.C. Uh, Gitmo. It's it's yeah. a, it's apparently it's a it's moldy, it's a dump. Even though the building isn't all that old, but it's it's a it's kind of a, a lousy place to be. And the warden is somebody who's a leftist woke person who enjoys making it uncomfortable for everybody involved with January sixth. Uh, this well, this... that's the way they are. Now, if we were holding lefties, you wouldn't be allowed to leave them in those kind of conditions. Oh no, they'd be. Humane. They'd be in the Waldorf Astoria. Well, for example, 
come across our border, you're a criminal. Technically, you are a criminal if you come across our border. So we ship you to New York. We put you in a hotel. We feed you. You get, uh, what, three hots and a cot? You don't. You get more than a cot. You, now the mayor of New York wants to send illegals to college. That's right. You may have to pay your college. You may have to pay your son's college tuition. You may have to pay for your daughter's college. But in New York, they want you also to pay for the illegals who are staying in the hotel. Jim, tell us how you really feel. I know. I, <laughs> I know. Hey, it's the weekend. What can I say? Uh, what else are we looking at for uh, this coming week? That Oh, you made an interesting point. We mentioned this yesterday in our program, but... And no one's talking about it. A Chinese missile, a military missile, uh, supposedly was destroyed over the state of Texas. And it, it, it fell in, in a range that was like several miles wide and as long as, as they think, 200 miles long. That's a lot. Yeah, you know, that sounded like the shuttle that blew up over because that's a reentry glide path. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is rotational, mathematical. It's weird. I don't understand it. But either way, I'm going like, did this thing crack up, re-enter and crack up? Or did uh, we shoot something up and crack it up? Well, that's a good question. I, I would think that uh, uh, they should have shot it. If it was a military missile over our country, you would think been that shot. we would have shot it down. But they're not saying they did that. Well, there's probably, uh, there's probably, you know, just like we have 12 miles out, like there was a Russian sub now that was right at that border that was spotted over the weekend uh, or Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, you know, I'm sure there's an altitude that after so far, you know, it can be right above your, your continental space, but it doesn't go forever. So right. um, it depends on the altitude of that thing when it was coming in. But at, at a certain at a certain height, it's fair game. Well, uh, if they approached it the same way they approached the balloons flying over our country, I'm surprised the darn thing didn't just hit in, in downtown Dallas. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, with with their lack of, of of response, their their lack of concern for the American people. I mean, if they were concerned about our our country, they would have a sealed border. And they would have patrols protecting us. But no, they're not. Where is our country going? I mean, you heard Biden's uh, energy czar. He said that China is going to have a big, uh, a lot of their companies will play a big role in the future of U.S. energy production. So in other words, the the future of our failing grid. Right. Which right now, if we have to repair it, we got to go to China to get the parts. Oh, hey, listen. You know, but. Bill, I was I was just looking a little while ago, just before the show started. I got an ad from Walmart for a 16 terabyte hard drive, portable hard drive, SSD, uh, forty one dollars, 16 terabytes. You know where that's made? Yeah, yeah, China. It's not made here. It should be made. Now let me here. ask you a question. You know, we all have uh, computers that do weird stuff at times. Mm-hmm. So let's say you put a, um, a solid state drive in your computer. Mm-hmm. Fast as hell. It, it really does a great job. But let's say that you're some kind of a design engineer. You got stuff in there. Well, I better, cri- you know, encrypt these files and whatnot. Right. What's to say there's not a little microchip in that that com- that that drive that takes all your information and 
you know, three in the morning, you're sound asleep and your computer turns on and sends your information to uh, a hacker in China. Well, that's a distinct possibility. I mean, look what happened in Russia a couple of days ago, as far as hacking goes. Their system, their nuclear alert system, which I'm sure is state-of-the-art, was hacked. And, and it sent out an alert to everybody around the country to shelter in, in, in a safe place and to take your, your iodine pills. I mean, come on, folks. Uh, how, how does that happen? You would think that they have state-of-the-art uh, uh, equipment for their military computers, just like we're supposed to have. But what you just said is very true. It may be a very simple thing if the actual chips they're using came from China and they have a little a little section buried in the chip that no one can really see except for their computers in China. Yeah, and it, it, you know what? You, you can just go, well, that's easy. I'll just turn my computer off at night. But you turn it on in the morning and, you know, your computer can run background programs while you're doing your work on the Internet. So, Oh, sure. You know, the Internet is not as secure as we once thought it was, and and I'm starting to even wonder if we need to find a different protocol for all of this because just too many weird things are happening. But the big news this weekend, of course, is what's going on with the banking industry. One other thing I wanted to point out before we wrap this thing up, though, Bill, have you heard about, uh, you know, we talked about the Ukraine war. It says U.S. funded oh, budget. No, U.S. funded biological research laboratories continue to operate in the Ukraine in spite of official statements indicating that they had been deactivated. The uh, Russian uh, Ministry of Defense said this on Friday. So, no matter what we're saying, they have proof that those bio labs are being run right now, and apparently they're being run by U.S. operators. Well, I I would believe that, but are we ever going to know that? Ted Cruz came out yesterday. You know, uh, Biden did his budget, mm-hmm. and uh, Ted Cruz said, you know, it's it's very plain to see uh, that uh, with the new budget, Biden clearly is not running the White House. Which I would believe, and apparently in this budget that they've done, there is a big bunch of money that has been set aside. That goes, well, you know where. And yet here we are. Our banks are failing. Our money is not secure. But we can sit there and send money to the Ukraine. All of that money should be frozen. Yeah, I agree. And that money go to pay back the depositors. Yes, it should. Be. And, I, and you can actually, I would find it, I would find it the proper thing for the country to help get that bank back into business. Don't just let it fail and close up its doors. I watched a documentary, uh, not about a bank. It was about a, a record store. It's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It was a, a documentary on uh, Tower Records of all things. Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, I used to go there all the time. Yeah, and I didn't realize how big and strong and powerful it had become from its inception, like in 1960, and. It grew and it grew beyond itself, and it grew beyond the technology. It grew to a point where technology overtook it, and they didn't realize it. 
They didn't realize that people would be streaming music and there would be MP3 files with songs on them. And they were still trying to promote CDs and record albums. And uh, they didn't adjust. But it doesn't mean they should have folded. You know, they did fold and they, they closed up yeah. in the U.S. Because, you know, in, in Japan, the Tower Record stores in Japan are still very popular. They're still very busy. They're still very profitable. So there is a market for them. But um, that bank, the Silicon Valley Bank, you send some people in there to help put it back on its feet. If there are people there who screwed it up, remove them and replace them with people who will make it work. And let the people who have investments in that bank uh, feel secure. Don't just don't just say it's boarded up. That's it, folks. We're done. That's not, you know, we can give... $120 billion to the Ukraine for shells and uh, tanks and things like that. And uh, also, by the way, for the retirement funds for the uh, people uh, in the government. Oh, yeah. You know, then maybe we could put a little money in, into uh, our infrastructure and our financial infrastructure, too. But that's just me. You know, it's, it's, it, it makes sense to me. Uh, it probably- well, you know what? When we end up being the Ukraine of the world, uh, it's really nice to know. It's a comforting thought for me anyway, yes. to know that all these people that we've helped out over the years, mm-hmm. they're going to be first in line to help us out. Don't you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> how, many of, how many of the countries that we've helped over the, uh, the past uh, hundred years have come back to help us when we're in dire straits? I mean, think about it for a second. Do you know we had Mexico? The president of Mexico yesterday threatened us with, uh, we can't go into his country and attack the cartels. He was protecting yeah. the cartels and telling us, you better not come across the border and attack anybody in our country. If he was a real friend, a true ally of the United States, he would say, you're welcome to come in and take care of business. But no. Well, who who gives him more money, the cartel or us? Who does more for his economy, the cartel or us? Well, let's, hard, get, let's get that's down a hard to one. the nitty-gritty. That's a hard one. Let me think. <laughs> so yeah you know what yep. when we go in there and say we're taking out the cartel we are we are taking out their number one export mm. well with that my friends uh, our weekend update is in the can as they would say but hey look at we'll be back on monday and there'll be a lot of things to talk about i'm sure between now and then uh we between now and monday the whole the whole world can be in the can well, it's approaching that area. It really is. Yeah. It's oh, getting by there. the way, if, do, do you plan ahead a lot? I try to, but it never really works out very well for me, no. I, I well, try. if you're making future plans, uh, I wouldn't go much past, uh, what, what is it, uh, February 2046? What's that? Why? Well, apparently they've uh, they've spotted a uh, an asteroid. It's a planet killer, uh-huh. and it is, uh, it is on a dead-on path towards, uh, well, the... Uh, the third planet from the sun, and uh, February 2046. Well, I, I, if I'm still here, I'll be drooling a lot, and I don't probably won't know where I'm at. So You can uh, take your depends off and throw it at it before it hits. <laughs> I, would think, <laughs> I, I, I would think I would think by then, what? I would think by then we'll have missiles that can alter the... Uh, we won't be able to afford to fire the missiles because we'd have to get permission to use them from the people that own those missiles. And the all, Ukraine. And plus, all of our money is invested in the Silicon Valley Bank. <laughs> and yeah, they, yeah. Well, 
We'll throw chips at it. <laughs> hey, buddy, have a great remainder of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. See ya.